So systems operate in a really strange way. And if you understand this strange way, you understand systems. Now, if you don't understand what I'm gonna tell you in this video, then you're not gonna understand fully how systems actually work. And if you don't understand how systems work, you don't really understand how business works. And if you don't understand how business works, you're probably not gonna make a huge amount of money. So in this video, I'm gonna to attempt to help you understand one of the core components that encapsulates the nature of system thinking. I'm gonna explain it from a appointment booking and sales perspective, more specifically, an appointment booking perspective because that's probably one of the main problems you're trying to solve but this can also apply to service delivery it can apply to onboarding it can apply to sales we're going to sort of take a framework and we're going to look at it through the lens of appointment booking systems if you understand this it's going to really help you build a system for appointment booking in a way better way essentially and my name's charlie i've built and scaled two companies through systems fortunately enough so i, I have some idea of what i'm talking about i scaled a marketing agency to seven figures and i have also scaled a coaching business to multi seven figures i'm currently making videos here to help people make client acquisition easy and also to document my understanding and lessons of um, an eight-figure journey and also beyond, which is obviously quite exciting. So I want to share this with you. I do get quite excited, which is probably quite sad. I nerd out on systems. I've read every book I can find on systems thinking and I'm excited to take you on the journey with me in towards systems thinking. One heads up, like if you can't watch a 10 to 20 minute video on systems thinking, how are you going to build and grow a business? So like people struggle with their attention spans, but I'm telling you, if you do not understand the premise and the core idea of this video, you're never going to build a successful system. Now, you can obviously try and understand this from other sources on the internet. There's going to be other people that can tell you how to do this, but here we are now. So let's get into it and I'll see you in my computer. All right then. So let's have a look. Oh, I scrolled into the wrong place. So welcome to my laptop. Today, we are going to be talking about system compartmentalization, which is a massive mouthful. And I decided to type it out instead of squiggling it out in Miro because my artistic prowess is not, doesn't extend that far. I also have a lovely picture of Megamind here saying no systems, because if you don't have any systems, this might make you laugh. He also has my hairline as well. So I feel like it's quite relevant, but let's get into system compartmentalization. I'm going to leave this here to motivate you to watch to the end. So I hope it works. It's a very strange retention strategy. But let's talk about system compartmentalization, which I've now said three times and starts to feel, you know, when a word starts to feel a bit weird, but this is really important to understand. So we're going to look at this from a appointment booking perspective. More specifically, let's take a specific system of cold calling, right? So you can apply this, this idea, this premise, compartmentalization to a, basically any system you have. It works on the on the premise. I'll, I'll give you the sort of five second explanation, 10 second explanation, and then I'm actually gonna detail it out and explain what it means. When you think about a system, right, you have to think about parts as, as a whole. The system works like this, right? Where you've got this big, long, you know, rectangle here. And what happens is value flows through the system. So if we take cold calling, for example, you know, we have leads, whatever the hell that says, actually, it looks like it's something else. But let's say this says leads. Right, and then over here you have appointments. And if the system is functioning, leads flow through the system and appointments are generated. But what we need to understand is that this system becomes compartmentalized at a part level. And what that means is we can actually split this system into a series of parts like this. The problem with this is that like, if you're not getting appointments through a cold calling system, you need to diagnose what the problem is, right? And a lot of the time people look at it as a whole, they don't look at it as parts. And a part is much easier to fix in a whole. So let's say, for example, you, you almost want to treat an appointment booking system the same way you treat your car. If you wake up one morning and your car does not start, you wouldn't. it's not necessarily a case of declaring that your entire car is broken. 
there's probably one very specific part of the car that isn't running properly. The, all the other parts in the car might run fine, but if one thing you know conks out, then the whole car won't run. And so you take it to a garage, the garage then lifts the hood, they look at what's going on, they find out that the fan belt's not working or that you know you didn't change the oil or whatever. Then they fix that and then you know they, they put the bonnet down and the car's ready to go again. A system in appointment booking is very similar to that metaphor, whereby if, if you've got leads going into an appointment booking system and appointments are not flowing out, it might be the case that the entire system is fucked or it might be the case that just one or two parts of the system are fucked. And this is like an important lesson in critical thinking and rationality here. And I see this all the time where business owners, they, they create, like they try to create an appointment booking system or, or lack thereof because when people try it, it usually doesn't work. And then like they put some like inputs through it and then what happens is like they don't get any appointments and then they just declare that the entire thing doesn't work. But if they were smart about it and had critical thinking abilities, which is unfortunate because it's not taught in school, you have to learn it yourself, they would know that it's it's not how it works. So I'm going to break this down and I'm really going to help you um, understand this. And the idea of compartmentalization is a wonderful sort of mental model and tool to have. So let's take cold calling as a system, right? So what we need to sort of understand here is that there's more to cold calling than finding a number, calling, pitching and booking the appointment right? There are a series of actions or steps or compartments, right? Parts that need to take place in order for an appointment to be booked through cold calling. So let's list them out and let's actually first principle this so we know what parts of the system we're dealing with. So obviously the first part of the system is finding the leads to call, right? That's fairly straightforward. The second part of the system is actually dialing the leads properly. And people don't consider this, but like if you're not dialing leads properly, it might sound so obvious, but if you're not like double dialing or if you're using a dodgy dialer or if you're not using a local number, then people aren't going to answer. So this is the thing, right? So this is actually getting people to, to answer you, right? Essentially answer the phone. And then we've obviously got the gatekeeper, right? And then after that, we've obviously got like, we need permission to pitch, right? And then after that, we've got the actual pitch itself. And then after that, we've got sort of, we'll call it the close slash booking, right? The actual close slash booking. And then all the way after that, we've got, we've got the show up, right? So what we can actually, I don't know why Myro's just decided to make this annoying change, but what, what we can observe here is that cold calling as a, as an appointment booking system is actually broken down into seven parts, right? So in order for us to go all the way from lead to appointment that shows up, right? We need to find the leads, we need to dial them properly from a local number and double dial and leave everything we need. Then we also need to bypass gatekeepers. Then we need to get permission from the decision maker to pitch. Then we need to pitch the decision maker. Then we need to close them on the booking and then they need to actually show up. So there are seven points that we need to get right. So people think like this is why people get it wrong when they say like, all I need to know is the thing, the pitch. It's like, yes, sure, that might be like 40% of the battle, but realistically, you've actually got seven other variables that you need to account for and get right. Seven parts that need to work in tandem. And so if you think about this like a car, the leads could be the fan belt, the dialing could be the oil. Actually, that's about as far as my car knowledge goes, so we will not exhaust that metaphor any further. <laughs> any further. But you get the point. So let's take another example. Let's say you're using Loom cold emails, right, to book appointments. So let's say that you're, you're, you're using Looms, right? So let's just pull this up here. So first of all, you've, you've got to get the leads again. Then you've actually got to like make the Loom right? And, and make sure that it's, you know, recorded properly. Then you've got to send it, right? 
Then you've got to follow up on it cold. And then you've got to deal with replies, people that reply positively. Then you've also got to deal with um, another round of follow-up, warm. Then you've got to deal with booking people. And then once again, you have to deal with getting people to actually show up. What we can see is that like, it's, it's not even this as well. You've got 3.5, which is getting people to view the loop, right? So basically my point here, and I'm going to explain this in some more detail. A system is a collection of parts. It's not an ind- It's not just one vacuum sort of siloed, like thing. It's not like, okay, if you want to get good at cold calling, you just need the right cold calling script. So let me explain the the key to this whole thing. So what you need to understand, basically, metrics, right? You need to know data because what happens, right? And I'm going to sort of break this down for you here. Let's take the cold calling example, right? So we have we have a conversion, a couple of conversion rates, right? So we have the, the first part of the process is obviously effectively getting the leads, but really like the, the, the system actually commences when we dial, right? So th- these are dials, right? So how many dials we make? So this would be the first metric we track. How many phone numbers do we actually ring, right? The second part of the system is gonna be answers, right? How many people actually answer the phone, right? Then the third part of the of the system, the third thing we need to track is de- decision makers that we've actually pitched, right? So like how many decision makers like do we pitch? So once we get an answer, like what's the likelihood we actually get a decision maker and we get to pitch them? And then the fourth metric is obviously going to be like a conversation, which is like, you know, you've pitched the decision maker and they're like, all right, well, I'm tell me some stuff about it. The fifth metric is going to be bookings, right? And then you can obviously track shows as well because it's still part of the system. So you you have this ability to track data and to basically understand where you're going wrong with your systems and your processes. Most people fall short at the first metric. They don't make enough dials. People tell me like, oh, Charlie, I'm doing like 20 cold calls a day. I'm like, that is a joke. You need to do like 200 a day. So you need to make sure you're putting enough, like if you're not putting enough volume, you know, because this operates like a funnel, right? It operates like an inverted, you know, pyramid. It's like, if you're not putting enough input through the top of the funnel, you know, and this is fairly simple, you know, to understand as a marketer, but if you're not putting enough dials through at the top, then you're not going to have enough answers. You're not going to have enough decision makers. You're not going to have enough conversations, bookings, and then shows, and you basically won't have anything. So this is why like volume is the key in the beginning, because volume gives you enough insight of data to then start to make decisions. So what you need to be doing with all of your appointment booking systems is tracking your metrics every single step of the way. So like every time you make a dial, like when I used to do cold calling, I would make a tally, right? Just like knowing how many people I've called, because what you want to start to establish is a few conversion rates. So first of all here, we've got the dial to answer rate, right? So we'll call this the DAR, the dial to answer rate. And then once, once we've got that, we've actually got the answer to decision maker rate. So we can call this like the A, what, ADR, answer decision maker rate, right? And then after that, we've obviously got the decision maker to con- con- conversation rate. And then after that, we've got the conversation to booking rate. And then we've actually got this show up rate. So what we can actually start to do is we can understand the system as a series of conversion rates, right? Just how we do it with Facebook ads. Let me show you an example of this. So I managed to find an example from a different system. This is for a service delivery thing. I can, if you guys want me to make another video on this for service delivery, you can let me know. But this is another example, right? So this is a spreadsheet tracker for service delivery from a lead generation perspective. So what we can see here, and it's, it's quite a complicated one, but it's, it, does it should make sense to you in terms of how I just explain this? So, like with with service delivery, if you're doing lead generation, right? 
It's, it's the same premise as appointment booking. It's like, you know, whether this is e-com or, or, or lead generation, it's like, if you're doing lead generation, the first metric you can track is like your, you know, your CPM, like what's your cost per, you know, a thousand, a thousand people to view whatever. Then you've obviously got your cost per click, but realistically it makes more sense to track it like this, right? So you've got your overall, you know, your CPM, right? But then you've, then you've got your click through rate. And then once you've got your click through rate, you've got your funnel conversion rate, right? Or your form conversion rate, depending on where people are going. And then you've obviously got the booking rate and all of this good stuff. So what this actually looks like from like a metrics perspective is this. So when I used to do service delivery, excuse me, when I used to do service delivery for clients, every client would have a spreadsheet like this, where I would fill in the blue and they would fill in the pink. So we can track the overall effectiveness of the system. So what this means is like, I'm calculating the cost per every single metric and the conversion rate at every single step of the way. So what we can see here is the conversion rates that we'd be tracking in this system are the click-through rate on the impressions we get, the funnel conversion rate on like the people who actually come to the funnel, the appointment booking rate from the people who have come, and the sharp rate on those people all the way to the sales conversion rate. So what, what looks like just, oh, I run Facebook ads for gyms is actually like I'm building five compartments that I can then extract data from to track the effectiveness of each compartment. And then what happens here, just like a car, so if we, if we go back to this cold calling thing, right, it's like, let's say, for example, that you're making, you know, loads of dials, you're getting loads of answers, right? And let's say that, you know, like your, your conversation, your decision maker to conversation rate is actually really good, or it would be really good with the variables you've got. Then let's say the conversation, the booking rate would be great because you've got a great script and the show it would be great. The, the thing about this is like, if you're, if you're getting loads of answers and all of these other things would be perfect, but you're not pitching enough decision makers here, then this becomes the bottleneck. And what starts to happen is your ADR, right? Your answer to decision um, maker rate, right? Like if this is out of whack, then the entire system falls apart. So you have to look at a system, you know that saying like, a chain is only as strong as its weakest link. The exact same thing applies with systems and, and how they work. So you can have like, the, you can make a thousand dials a day, right? In theory, you can have the best conversation ability, the best booking ability, the best show ability. But if you're bottlenecked at this point of, of, of answers to decision makers, if you're just not getting through to decision makers, the entire system crumbled. So all you'd have to do is fix this one metric and this one problem. And so what I want you to do here is shift your paradigm, right? And we're going to just bring Megamind back up here just so you get another look at him. But what we want to do here is observe that systems exist compartmentalized. Um, and what that means is that they are like a, a, a big system. You know, we can see it on a macro level, like a big system where we have leads go in and appointments come out, right? Like something like that actually in in reality is a series of subsystems and parts that all must be operating properly for the result to happen. So what looks like one big thing is actually five little things that all must be working in tandem, right? In order for appointments to, to, to come from leads and for that to be the output. And so when you're building systems, you need to basically have spreadsheets like this to track every single output of metric. The true output of a system is actually the data. If that makes sense, you like this is all you're trying to do is just accumulate enough data so you can start making decisions. And really, like ninety percent of problem solving with your systems will come from defining the problems in the first place.
just you have to start thinking like this. And every single like all of these squares here, they all denote like a specific part, like part one, part two, part three, part four, and part five. And so like, let's say for example, like you could, part five might be fine, part three might be fine, part two might be fine, and part one might be fine. But if part four isn't working for whatever reason, then the entire system will collapse because at this point you will achieve what is called a bottleneck, which is, you know, where you have a flow through a system and then unfortunately, like there's a there's a bottleneck at a point like this. And and that's how systems work. So my point here is that if you're if you've got an appointment booking system that isn't working, the first thing you need to establish is like, you know, these are the action items for you right now. So if you've got an appointment booking system or you know, lack thereof, um, the first thing you need to establish is like what are the parts of this system? Like what how can I compartmentalize this visually so I can understand the key points at which value flows through this system and the point at which drop-off can happen? So you establish the part, right? Then you need to establish the data that basically helps you understand these parts. Because if you're not generating appointments from a system, it's not that the entire system's broken. It's usually going to be the fact that one or two parts is. Now, you might find that every single part is fucked, but the point here is like, if you want to build a system, it takes time, it takes data, right? And so like the first thing you need to establish is how do we go from part one to part two, right? So when people look at cold calling and building a cold calling system, they get so tied up in getting appointments that they forget to actually figure out how to get enough people to answer. So you have to solve problems. It's like, it's kind of like climbing a ladder, essentially. You know, if you've got like a ladder like this, you know, you have to climb the first rung before you can climb the fifth. And when people are building appointment booking systems, they're trying to book appointments before they've even figured out how to dial properly. So you need to define the parts and you need to then build the system from the ground up like a pyramid, because this is how it's going to work. You have to build the foundations properly and understand how to climb from this rung to this rung. And then you find out how to climb from this rung to this rung and you reverse engineer it into its parts and then you apply it. So once you've established the parts, you then need to start running the system, even if it's faulty, so you can establish the data. Because then once you've got the data, you can establish the conversion rates, and then you can find out where you're going to be bottlenecked. And then once you've got the data, you can then define the problem, right? So what's the problem? And then once you've got the problem, you can ask yourself, well, what is the solution? And that is how it's done. It's not like you have to start thinking about systems in this way of compartmentalization in an appointment booking system is nothing but a collection of conversion rates that if properly tracked can be diagnosed and solved and then the entire system can flourish and win and if you can learn to think like this you won't have to be you know haunted by it didn't know he's got green eyes actually that's terrifying but you won't be haunted by megamind anymore all right so that is um that is my idea of system compartmentalization um it's made me a lot of money and it's how i think it's like it, whenever a client comes to me with a systems problem. The first thing I say is like, where's the data? Because it's like any client of Imperium will, will have heard that question time and time again. Like, what are the metrics? Like, where's the data? Have you got the data? You know, it's, it's as simple as this. The, the problem people have is like, because they tie themselves to their business growth and their self-worth is associated with their business growth, as is their ego, any problem that basically stops them from growing their business makes them feel like they're not growing themselves. 
And then all of that emotion is thrown into the system. Like if you really want to build a system, you have to take all the emotion out of it. And, and that's that's something that I've learned, you know, having built appointment booking systems. I think this this year for Imperium, I think we've booked like 3,500 appointments or something like that. Maybe not that many, like 3,000, I think is, is is probably more accurate. By the way, like if you are really, if you if you don't want to figure this all out on your own and you want some help, we do have a program that supports that. It's not a 997 course. You have to apply. You can click the first link in the description. You don't have to. I really don't want you to feel like I'm just here to sell you something. I truly just want to help people at this point in my life. Like it's enough of a struggle to try and build an agency or a coaching business on your own. Like I just want to help. So I hope this is helpful. But if you do want to see how we help people, you know, beyond this stuff, you can just click the first link. Subscribe and like it and comment it if you enjoyed it. Comment it. That doesn't make any sense. Anyways, hope you guys have a wonderful day. No doubt. I'll see you in the next video. Take care.